Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and it is Tuesday. Max, what's going on? I j- uh, listen, I just opened up the NFL schedule. I can't wait to the next Broncos primetime game. Was it next when week? Is, it? Is, is, is it this Thursday? Is it, is it <laughs> next, next Sunday night, next Monday night? Uh, do they play Thursday, Sunday, Monday this week? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I do believe they, they have a London game coming up in a couple of weeks. I think they, they're Halloween or the day before Halloween, they're playing in London against the Jaguars. So mm. uh, I, I guess that's primetime in London. Kind of right. Oh, next know. game, um, man. Three o'clock or four o'clock for you. Afternoon game against the Jets. Yeah, that's that's the next one for them. Ooh. That's that's a fucking brutal game for them. Uh, I see their next big game, by the way. It is a, an 820 p.m. game. So I guess that is a Sunday night game against the Chiefs. Mm. And that might be it. That might be the last primetime game they fucking have all season. Thank fucking Christ. What the fuck again? Broncos, I unbelievable Panther. Once again, you made the wise choice to sleep. I'm I'm in favor of the Broncos being in prime time because that means I don't have to watch them when I'm awake, right? So <laughs> yeah, I put them on prime time. You guys can enjoy the Boar Fest, the Field Goal Festival. I got to watch the the highlights. What the all twelve minutes of the highlights? They really put those together. Um, because it looked like all the completions were about eight to ten yards, uh, some some dapper running here and there, and uh, an otherwise boring primetime festival involving the Broncos. Uh, we got we got some things to talk about this game, right? Uh, there's, there's some stuff that you guys talked about heading into that game. Some uh, interesting tidbits that the degenerates have put in there, and uh, so I, you know, Arch, you're you're the one that races down the stairs to make instant bets what was going on <laughs> well i was you know all day i was thinking about the broncos like i <laughs> should have bet him should have not bet him i was thinking about 10 minutes before the game like fuck it uh if the chargers score first i'm definitely gonna live bet the broncos you know get a few more points but then we started talking in the discord i don't know who brought it up max do you remember who brought it up i can't recall uh yeah but somebody brought yeah. up the uh, Justin Herbert bone odds bone boost to throw one touchdown, and that mm-hmm. was it. Like I was like a cloud, you know, dust, a cloud of dust, just running downstairs as fast as I could to bet the Broncos because that to me screamed like, oh my god, the Chargers are going to fall flat on their faces. Yeah, and so I'm scrolling through to see who it is. So uh, I was I was leaning I was leaning the Broncos. I thought that the I thought it was going to be a field goal game. It was field goal in overtime, so there you go. Uh, but yeah, the the uh, the odds boost thing is is quite interesting, and it's it's something I wanted to just spend a little bit of time on before we dissect the game. Is um, it was the Dad King, the Dad King. Uh, that's thank you, Nardog. No, see, Nardog is literally like our 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 producer, right? He's he's, he's replaced Craig as as a producer. He gives me content <laughs> when I'm missing it. Um, thank you, Nardog, and. Um, 
before we dissect the game, I, I do want to talk about this odds boost because, yeah, it, it was this crazy odds boost where Justin Herbert has thrown a touchdown in 26 consecutive games. 26, he's thrown at least a touchdown. And so the odds boost was he had to throw one touchdown last night. And it was like, what, plus 100? I think it was just, it was like an even line, you, you know, and it's just like down from like minus 810 the previous week or some shit like that. Like it was, it was bizarre. So uh, again, a lot of the guys are saying, you know, conspiracy theory, the leagues are in it with the, with the books and stuff like that. I, I hate to break it to you guys, but this is what we're up against. The amount of statistics, the amount of probability that, that, that the books are able to fucking produce with algorithms and uh, fucking they, they're using like IBM Watson type computers to break down the most minuscule numbers. That's what we're up against. They saw the defensive metrics. They saw what was going on with Herbert. Like they analyzed everything out there and said, this is going to be a low scoring game. This is going to be a field goal fest. And they serve that fucking odds boost up to you on a platter. And listen, it's not a bad move if you're, what, $10 in on it, whatever. I think yeah. they, they, max, they max it out anyway. You can't, like, really fucking hammer it. But the, the books know what they're doing, guys. This, you know, I mean, you can go uh, and, and, and cry uh, Donahue or, or yeah, that, that shit does happen. We know that. But this is just how good the books are at creating lines at times. Uh, and, and, and so our mission really is to is to find the gaps, right? Is to exploit those things. I think Archstead is like one of your biggest tenants is, is finding, uh, you know, wh where books are exposed. It's like, this, you know, this team might not win, but this line is just, it's this, this book fucked up with the line. I'm going to jump on it. So I, I know Panther, you're a different mindset. You're, you know, there's, there's no value in losing. I, I tend to disagree. I think if the sports book's going to fuck up at times, you got to take advantage of it because they don't fuck up that often. Well, there is no value in losing, but that's kind of the disadvantage of what we do in the morning. And it is exactly why everybody should be in the book club. Because you guys were leaning the Broncos, and we did this podcast yesterday morning. But after you watch everything happen, the line moved another half a point before kickoff. Then you get the odds boost. You're like, damn, the Broncos are the play. Like, I made the play because I, I just... I'm stubborn in my way, and I believe in the Chargers' offense, but Vegas knew something, and they literally came right out and said it in so many moves. It was almost like they were echoing sentences and paragraphs. Take the fucking Broncos. And that's the beauty of the book club, because the degenerates were talking, Arch was talking, everybody was talking, the Broncos of the play, and Arch made it. I lost because I go to bed before kickoff. But <laughs> um, that that was clearly the play, and that is the beauty of the book club: is everybody in there talking, their different sources, the different things that they're seeing and doing. And I think it was pretty much a consensus by the time the kickoff came around: the Broncos were the play. That's right. Uh, I I can't add anything to it. You you nailed it perfectly. Now, about the game itself, listen, uh, Russell Wilson started off really strong in that game. He had a great first half. I think he put up like, a, you know, what was it, 100, 125 yards and so forth. But then in the second half, like he was three for 15, just completely fell apart, uh, could not do anything in the second half. Uh, what's up with Russell Wilson? Is So we know he's dealing with some kind of injury, but uh, the, the, I'm looking at a gif right now that Top Dog put of of, uh, of Justin Herbert. He's dealing with an injury, and he, he didn't look 
awful out there. Russell Wilson just looked awful, and he's looked awful all season. Um, and and, and it's hard to uh, not look at Seattle right now and seeing what, what Pete Carroll's doing with Geno Smith there in that offense. Uh, that, that offense looks pretty fucking good in Seattle right now with Geno Smith leading the way. And they, you know, the biggest addition, what was Noah Font, right? I mean, that was the biggest addition that they made to that offense. And, you know, adding him to the two wide receivers, I guess, is enough. Is it, Panther, is it a lack of weapons? Is it offensive line issues? Or is Russell on the tail end of his career? I don't believe it's the lack of weapons. I do like Horton Sutton and Jerry Judy. But from the, the highlights that I got to watch, I never saw Russell Wilson be able to set his feet and throw. He would drop back, and then instantly he was out of the pocket. He had to move because that offensive line gave him no time. And when he did scramble, again, I don't know if the receivers were coming back, but it just didn't look like they were able to push the ball down the field. The Chargers played them really tight, played the receivers really tight. And Russell Wilson, yes, he's old. He's lost a step. But I'm putting most of this on the offensive line. It just doesn't look like he has any time to throw it all. He didn't last night, that's for sure. He was running for his life. There were times where he didn't even have a chance to you know, do anything. He, he dropped back and was hit almost instantly. Oh, boy. I'm looking at Russell Wilson's stats. Next Gen's got him just slightly above Kyler Murray and below Wentz and Stafford in Bridgewater. Uh, Stafford? Oh, Jesus. I don't, don't get me started. Uh, listen, man, I, I think... Uh, the offensive line, sure, but I mean, hasn't he had offensive line issues for like the last four or five years in Seattle? Like, uh, I I think is he just a step slower or is his reaction time less? Uh, maybe he's just not interested, man. Like, this guy is the little literal like fucking uh, you know you know the, the crackers you get with your soup. We'll take the salt off that and just <laughs> chew on that for a bit, and that's that's Russell Wilson. He's just he's just plain fucking boring. God, did you see the fucking thing yes. about him, Russell? Russell, but it's time for me to have a different personality. <laughs> I'm going to be someone different today, boy, and I'm going to I'm going to win a football game. You know, I think Max, it's all of the above. I, I would circle D. It's age, it's offensive line, it's it's maybe if he doesn't have, maybe maybe if he has the same level of weapons in Denver, he's unfamiliar with those weapons. Where he had a, a lot of familiarity with the weapons in in uh, Seattle. Top Dog making a, a, another uh, statement too, and I think it's it's absolutely correct play calling. Oh yeah, right. I, I mean, I mean, this head coach is he could be one and done. He might not even be one and done. Like the, the Hackett era might not even last a year. Right. I mean, I again that was their hail mary play. And uh, dot dot dot. Could they? Is this possible that they trade Russell Wilson for Aaron Rodgers in the offseason? <laughs> The Packers would never eat that contract. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a, coming off this season. No fucking way that anyone would touch that goddamn contract. I mean, uh, you know, if, uh, who's the most quarterback fucking hungry uh, team out there? They're not even touching that fucking contract right now. Commanders. Okay, com- maybe the Commanders. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 sorry, Carolina Panthers. Oh well, yeah. yeah. Carolina Panthers take that contract in a heartbeat, right? And they love like, bad that's, contracts that's they in Carolina. They, they, they do. <laughs> they 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 love play, paying quarterbacks for for forever and running backs. Um, yeah, <laughs> that running back might be out the door anytime soon. Yeah. So, uh, right. yeah, listen, I, I I think it was just it was just a, a bad overall game, and I know a lot of people are talking about the NFL product as a whole being you know watered down or bad, and and guess what? We still fucking watched it. Oh yeah. So. 
Yeah. It's uh, the NFL. You know, we shit on, we, we spend a lot of time shitting on Russell Wilson, but I, I know Herbert has something going on with his arm or his shoulder, but to throw the ball 57 times mm. and come and come away with 238 yards, no touchdowns. Anybody took that under <laughs> on that prop, uh, that, that boost, but uh, no touchdowns and one interception, one ugly interception, really. Um, there's something going on with the Chargers and possibly with Herbert here, too. That was not uh, – give all the credit to the Broncos. That defense has got to be frustrated with Russell Wilson because that defense is playing lights out. They're doing everything they can. But Herbert, 57 times. Like, this cannot be a recipe for success for the Chargers and the Colts, right, to have quarterbacks throwing it over 50 times in a game? I, listen, Matt Ryan threw it over 50 times. I think 58. He threw for 400 yards, uh, you know. If you're going to throw for over 50 times, you better be hitting close to that 400-yard mark. That's for sure. You know, Rodgers threw it 41 times. He only hit, you know, two, two, 246 this week. So, yeah, if you're going to throw it a lot, you better be fucking, you know, getting a lot of yards. So, uh, baseball. Baseball. Okay, two divisional games, right? Two divisional games because yesterday got rained out. Uh, I was on the Yankees yesterday. Arch, mm. we've lost some value. Oh, we, fuck, we, you think? We, we, we lost some value. We lost yeah. some value. Lost, but you know what we gained, Arch? is an ace. The extra day, Nestor Cortez is going to get the start for the Yankees. Now, a little bit of gamesmanship here. I don't know. I'm going to check right now. As of an hour ago, they had not announced the starter for the uh, Gardinians. Hmm. It's still undecided. Yesterday, it was supposed to be Savale, and now it could be Shane Justin Bieber. So, not quite sure who the starter is going to be for Cleveland. Doesn't matter. Either way, I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stick with my bet. I'm, of course, I've lost some fucking value, but uh, I think Cortez gets it done today. Ten dollar bet. Um, yeah, ten dollar bet on the. It's just twenty dollar bet. No, no, ten dollar bet on the Yankees. Yeah, other than the change of the pitchers here, I actually gained more value because I'm gonna get bigger plus line, and I'm gonna get a better pitcher because I do expect it to be Shane Bieber. He is the guy that went toe to toe with Cortez in game one so if the yankees are going to throw cortez i do believe bieber will be the guy so i get bieber and what a plus 140 145 i'm all over that a better situation for me 50 dollars on the gardenians you get plus 158 yes i know that's good it's outside of the comfort zone i should just tap out i should just be mm-hmm, happy with the mm-hmm, refunded mm-hmm, bet but fuck it mm-hmm. i'll still take the yankees minus 159 i haven't placed a bet like this I don't know how long. All Probably. season. Yeah, All season. Yeah. Yeah. 15 bucks on the Yankees. Uh, this is good money after bad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, uh, let's talk about the next game. Uh, it's the Phillies and the Padres, and they both can go fuck themselves. You have a. <laughs> this is a serious game for you as far as pitchers. You love both these pitchers. Uh, Nero leads Zach Wheeler against my favorite pitcher, Hugh Darvish. Mm-hmm. So, uh, really, both teams can go fuck themselves. This, uh, yeah, I guess I'm rooting for the fucking Padres. I guess, maybe. Like, I, I guess I have to. Yeah, no, no. Definitely. Just because you don't like Philly fan? <laughs> yes. Oh, no, I, I absolutely. The Phillies fans. Uh, listen, I know that there's uh, there, there's quite a few of them that I actually get along with in the book club. And then there's Kyle as well. And uh, if if that bell gets rung, like, I, I don't I want them to get swept. I don't want uh, no more ringing of a fucking bell. Listen, the bell got broken. You realize there's a crack in that bell. You keep ringing that bell. It's going to fucking crack. Him, and they spelled Pennsylvania wrong on that bell, people. They spelled Pennsylvania wrong. Oh, did they? It's a bad omen. It's a bad fucking omen. Yes. Uh, I'm going to lean the Phillies here. 
<laughs> I do. I, I think I think Philly going into the series has a little bit of an advantage. Um, you know, uh, they weren't playing the ba- best baseball heading into the final weeks, and, and it seems like things are clicking now, and that's all you need for the playoffs. I, I really think the Phillies get it done here. A lean on Philly. I think this is a great matchup with Wheeler and Darvish. I think the Phillies probably end up winning the series, but I think they go down 1-0 going against you, Darvish. The guy's been an absolute ace for the better part of the last two months. He's shown up when it's counted, and I think he shows up tonight. going to be a low-scoring game, but I'm putting my $50 on the fathers of San Diego. Mm. I kind of like the Phillies here at the plus line. Um I'm worried about you, Darvish, right? Mm-hmm. If he mm-hmm. starts off slow, he might find himself in a sticky situation. Mm-hmm. So I'm <laughs> I'm going to take the Phillies plus 108 for 15 bucks. Team of I, Destiny, they're starting to smell like. I think so. Yeah, I was, I was going to ask you that question. I know that, that you're looking at uh, matchups and so forth. What, what do you think about this matchup? I know you said that uh, the the Cardinals would have been you know, a more difficult matchup than the Braves. How, how are the Padres looking against Philly? I don't even know what to think because I... Yeah. Right. The, I, I I've completely discounted the Padres. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I still think the Phillies probably the, the, their worst matchup was the Cardinals. Even even I, without even mm-hmm. looking deep into the Padres yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. and imagine imagine if they had Tatis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and that. So you're talking about team of destiny. I think that's why it actually might be San Diego because we gave the Phillies a puncher's chance. We liked the hitters. They had the pitching, but San Diego's been without Tatis. They kind of look subpar all season. They had to battle their way just to even get into the playoffs and the wild card. And now here they are. They took out the 111 win team Dodgers and they're at home with the home field advantage with Darvish on the mound. Like I'm starting to wonder if this isn't the team of destiny, not the Phillies. Max earmuffs for just a second. They they beat the fucking Mets and the Dodgers. Whoop de fucking do. The Dodgers always lose in the playoffs (laughs) and the Mets were a train wreck going into the playoffs. Uh, Listen, but I also think, I I, I do think, uh, you know, I won't say like uh, managing in baseball is enough to win games, but it's enough to lose games, mm-hmm, right? And mm-hmm. I think I think Robertson was a manager that loses games. Bob Melvin is a guy that he's he, I think he's learned a thing or two since his Oakland A's days. <laughs> I think maybe yeah. maybe he's he's looking at at how his teams collapsed and he's exposing other teams in that same fashion, right? The, the the same way that the Mets collapsed against the Padres is the same way that the Oakland A's just collapsed in the playoffs. So I think Bob Melvin's learned a thing or two. Um, lo- love the manager for the Phillies. He just got extended as well. He's no longer interim. I think they extended him two years, uh, you know, and uh, moving on from Girardi was was a huge thing. They, they they didn't have Bryce Harper for a good chunk of the season. He's an MVP fucking type guy. Hell of a series. I, I just think the Phillies come out on top in this one. Now, let's take a quick break and talk about the book club, because after this break, we're going to be talking the National Basketball Association. That's Ooh. Panthers bread and fucking butter. So you can't wait for that. But you're going to have to wait a couple seconds, at least, so we can talk about the book club. Panthers already did the commercial for the book club earlier and talking about all the value of it. And there's also some fun. How do you get access to it? Well, it's quite easy. You go to thedgens.net. You get three free days and you can try it. If you like it, you buy it. $25 a month. It's easy peasy. That's it. Get access to all of our channels. Uh, Listen, if you like barbecuing, 
if you, if you like grilling, if you like just food in general, we have a barbecue channel and people have been posting pictures in it and fucking A, like, I, I, it's awesome. It's great to talk barbecue. We, you know, we talk random shit, spicy memes, fucking pop culture if you want to. But we are about sports and sports gambling. That is what we do around here. And you can do it, too, if you book it over to the book club. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You can also see Nardog absolutely, absolutely body Kyle in the book club. Ah. That was a, an incredible <laughs> line last night. Yeah. Was, uh, yeah. <laughs> How hard was it for, those, for you to say those first three words? So, so the- <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking amazing. Woo. All right, NBA. We're doing it. it. First game up. Let's uh, rip the Band-Aid off for the first time in the season. Two teams, big hopes of representing the Eastern Conference in the finals this year. Philadelphia and Boston are, of course, uh, Celtics represented the East last year. They've made some improvements. We talked about those before. Uh, good, some, some good roster movements. They're going to be without one of those guys for a while because he fucking tore his ACL and or some, some fucking MCL. He tore something. He'll be out for most of the season. Uh, maybe he'll be back. Uh, but listen, they've they've got some new players, a new head coach, by the way. I don't know if you guys uh, followed the news on that one. Uh, Ime Adoka is uh, he's not there anymore. What? That's a shame. Uh, so you got you, listen. You have to assume that this is a team that's going to stay on top of the East. Now, Philly is. Oh my God, I just vomited a little in my mouth. Uh, Philly is one of my favorites to win the East this year. They added depth. They added three point shooting. They added defense. Uh, Harden looks trimmer. He looks slim. He looks focused. Uh, I, Doc Rivers, hopefully, you know, has, has his head on straight going into this year, knows what he's doing with his players and not, not, you know, dealing with the Ben Simmons drama this year. And I think this is going to be a nice statement win by the Sixers to open up the, the season on the road in Boston, and get a win. Now, uh, I'm, I'm back to my money line strategy. I'm not doing spreads all year. I'm just going to do money line. So, uh, I, you know, one of the things I was playing with last year with the money line strategy was just money management. So I'm going to start off with when I'm betting a dog, I'm going to do a half unit bet on the dogs. And then based off the favorites, depending on the, the line, I'll go one to one and a half unit bets on the favorites. So I, this, again, I think the money line strategy is something that makes sense in the NBA just because of how bad the fourth quarters are. It, it, live betting, guys, live betting is the way to do it in the NBA, in my opinion. But we can't live bet at nine fucking 21 in the morning. So here it is. My first NBA bet of the season. I'm fading the Celtics and a $5 money line bet on the Sixers. Well, no moratorium. So at least we get some kind of pick out of you when it comes to your teams. I, I was just thinking about this. You realize how bad it is. And we have to talk about Philadelphia. The Eagles are undefeated. The Phillies are in the NLCS. And now the, the Sixers are one of the contenders uh, for the Eastern Conference. It's, it's almost like, ugh. I'm, it is Dante's eighth layer of hell. 
I swear. And it's not the teams. I don't think we really hate the teams. It's like some of them fans, just just a, just a few or maybe one. So, uh, yeah, there's two games today. I am on this one. And I talked about it, about our futures play. Talked about Happy Harden, Healthy Embiid. It's game one. We have Happy Harden. We have Healthy Embiid. There's no drama. There's no circumstance they need to navigate. There's no Ben Simmons. Uh, so I actually think they come out swinging. And uh, I, look, I like everything that Boston has done. But for game, and I think Boston actually is the better team at the end of the season. But for this game, coming out game one and they start the season, I think Philadelphia does come in and take care of business. I'm going to take those two points and put $10 on the 76ers. All right. We should talk about it for just a second, too. We all have a bankroll of $1,000 to spend in the NBA. So that's why the bets are so it's, small. It's, it, yeah, yeah. It's not the NFL. It, the NFL's our bankroll is much bigger. Yeah. Right, right, right. It's the NBA. The season's long, you know. <laughs> yep. And I don't do well in the NBA. I freely admit it. I put my hand up and say I suck at the NBA. Uh, so, yeah, with that being said, I'm leaving the Celtics minus the two. I think they can keep it close. I think they can just just nudge, just nudge over, over it a little bit, but I don't believe in them that much. So just a lean for me on Boston. All right, which brings us to game number two, uh, Lakers and Warriors. Uh, Warriors going to raise another banner, and uh, LeBron's going to sit there and think about what his legacy would be if Steph Curry didn't exist. Lakers had a terrible season last year. And now they're going to hope to rebound and make the playoffs. Uh, but there's a lot of ifs for this team, for them to make the playoffs this year. If Anthony Davis and LeBron can stay healthy. If Russell, Russell, Russell Westbrook can help them or be traded. If the new head coach can command some respect from this veteran team. If another year of gutting your team and the continuous overflow of slightly over the hill players can find the right formula to win. Then maybe, maybe if all those ifs uh, come to fruition, they could be a competitive team. Of course, the Warriors, they've had some drama in the offseason to deal with, right? Jamon Green punched Jordan Poole in the face, and the Warriors gave Poole a bunch of money to make his eye feel better. My eye would feel better if you gave me that much money as well. Golden State should be able to recover from that drama. I don't think it's a big fucking deal, honestly. Uh, but I, I wonder how they are a year older. I was I was on the cusp of with them last year. I said, you know... That might be the last hurrah. I bet on them to make the NBA Finals last year. That was my big futures bet. Paid off huge. I'm not as high up on them this year. Uh, and again, like each year we do say, oh, they're getting older. Step like, ah, What idiot would say that, Max? What idiot would say know. that? Yes. I don't think, know. I think that this is a year that you do start to see a little bit of regression. They're still a good fucking team. They're still going to win a lot of games, particularly at home. And guess what? This is a home game. So a $15 money line bet on the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, this is an interesting game because even though Golden State is older, they haven't really done anything with the roster. I honestly don't think anybody else in the Western Conference has done anything to say they're better than Golden State. I still think Golden State is the team to beat. It's going to go through San Francisco, Oakland, wherever the hell they play um, to, to get to the NBA Finals. And the questions, you, you nailed it. The big one to me is Russell Westbrook. I don't think they can get rid of him. That dude gets $47 million. It makes the Russell Wilson deal in Denver look like a value play. I think they're stuck with Westbrook. They're stuck with 96-year-old LeBron James. They're stuck with 40-game-per-season Anthony Davis. I don't like this team. Even when they're all healthy, 
they're actually still just about a 500 team. I like Golden State to win. The six was just a little bit too much. I'm not the money line guy like Max, but I think that probably is the play. Money line, the Warriors, a lean on Golden State. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I think I think you cash this ticket easily. But seven points seems like a lot to me. So I'm going to put 10 bucks on the Lakers plus the seven points. I wouldn't be surprised at some point in the season I heel turn and completely abandon spreads and follow you down the money line rabbit hole. I'm not doing it quite yet, but I want seven points. I want the Lakers. Let's, let's just hope that, you know, they can't get hurt in the first game, right? They'll be okay for one game. <laughs> Westbrook's already hurt, by the way. So that second, so maybe they'll actually be better without him in the lineup out there. Yeah, maybe so. Uh, he's a, well, before his injury, they said he was going to command the second uh, unit anyway. So he wasn't really going to be on the floor with the starters because that, that you know, Patrick <laughs> Beverly would punch him in the fucking face at that point. Um yeah, listen, you know, I started I started with the spread betting last year in the NBA and and I did it for about a month or so and then, you know, it's just, I think to me uh, honestly, I said it before, live betting is the way to do it in the NBA. No lead is safe going into that fourth quarter. No. Nothing is safe. I think there's tremendous value that can be had uh by by in-game betting there, so, you know, uh get some good spreads. You can get some good spreads in-game and um uh, I think that's the way to go. Uh, hockey got uh, a couple games on the board today. I, not a slate that I actually like, uh, really. And and the one that I'm betting, I don't even like it that much, honestly. Uh, no, I'm not betting the Devils. It's not happening. No, it's not happening. It's right no, there, not, staring right I, at I, you. No, I, I I should, but I'm not going to bet the Devils. Um, I like the Flyers a lot too. By the way, I was saying this in the oh, pre-show. Yeah. This this is a little bit of a, um, you know, I was talking about that Arizona game uh, yesterday on the show, and uh, I had a five dollar free bet, and <laughs> I, I placed it uh, on the Coyotes yesterday just for fun. And that paid off. I think the Flyers is that value play for the day. Not the game I'm on. I'm going to eat some chalk today. Let us talk San Jose and New York Islanders. Um, betting the Islanders at minus 200 or worse is is not something that I could um, recommend or something that I expected to do all season. But here we are. Arch, my implied probability is 78. And uh, what is it? Minus 204. Five or so. What is yeah. that? So it's like 67? 60, 67, 68. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 was, I was shocked to see this. Uh, San Jose has been a mess to start the season. They are 0-4. They've got a minus 8 goal differential. It should be worse, honestly, looking at their advanced statistics. Uh, Islanders, they, they're offensively producing. It might be a little bit of overproduction from their offense, so I expect that to drop off. But they've got some good high-danger opportunities this year, which typically leads to goals. And defensively, the Islanders are actually underperforming a bit based off their advanced metrics. So I think uh, playing a shitty offense like the Sharks should get their defense to where we expect it to be. $10 bet on the Islanders. Yeah, not a game I'm on, but it was mostly because of the minus 205. I I definitely think the Islanders win. I just didn't want to eat that much chalk. Um, one of the better defensive teams ever since you wrote me into hockey uh, have loved the Islanders. I think this is what started it with the uh, they can't lose them all, right? Wasn't that the Islanders yes, two, three years ago? Yep. Uh, yeah, so I listen, uh, San Jose looks like an absolute dumpster fire coming out of the gate. Islanders should take care of business. Heavy lean on the boys in New York. All right, that's the only one I got. Panther, you got one. I'm interested in, in this game, too, because this this line seems a little wacky. 
Well, I, I acknowledged uh, pre-show. I acknowledged its wackiness, but Boston's going to Ottawa. Boston's coming out of the gate looking really good. Ottawa's coming out of the gate not looking really good. And somehow, Ottawa's the favorite, and I don't get it. So I get what is perceived. Well, it's not even perception. Boston is the better team, but for whatever reason, Vegas thinks Ottawa is the favorite tonight. I don't get it. I find these off lines. I'm probably supposed to avoid them, but I can't do it. I'm stubborn. Give me Boston plus 105 for 10 bucks. Yeah, I mean, it was a back-to-back, right? Boston uh, had that that tough game against uh, the Panthers last night. They came out with the win uh, yesterday. So, you know, back-to-back situation tends to favor the team that uh, did not play in in, in a back-to-back. Um, but it's early in the season. I, can't, I couldn't imagine that that would be too much of a fucking difference here. Um, I, you know, I was checking the, uh, the – I thought the backup goalie would be, would be in play today. But no, um, Olmark uh, started yesterday. So Swayman is going to be the starter today. So I, I – all I can imagine is that there might be, you know, someone like uh, Bergeron might be sitting out. Uh, like there might just be some, some, uh, you know, uh, uh, load management. I don't know. Uh, that's the only thing I can think of here. But uh, yeah, Mortal Sport lean on Boston with you. Yeah, it does seem fishy, doesn't it? It looks like Boston should be the play. I'm just scrolling through line. Is that right? Who's this? DraftKings? It says here the first line DraftKings opened up was Boston minus 141. Minus like one, 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 I saw minus 120 or 125 uh, last night. Yeah. Wow. So that line that Whoa. line is fucking dropping like shit. Yeah. Good luck, Panther. Yeah. Yeah. Have fun. I, I hope you have. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, Panther's the guru again. 3-0 in hockey last night. Hmm. Guru hey, is back. So, the brain. Sometimes just eat a little chalk. The logo. The, brain. the logo. Uh, Oh, bring them, bring them all, bring them all. Uh, but like Max, adding one more to it, like Max, I didn't pull the trigger, and I really don't know why, because I don't think they win. But damn it, that Flyers play, well, it's, it's plus two hundred. It's good. It's definitely a live play. Uh, it's definitely a live play. The Flyers have not sucked as badly as I thought they were coming out of the gate. Uh, their their defense still not very good, but their offense is is making up for it. So uh, I think just again looking at the advanced metrics. It's not sustainable, but it can maybe early in the season it can sustain one more fucking game against a Tampa Bay team that's a little underperforming as well. So this is a nightmare scenario like the Flyers there. All right. That's it. That's it. That's it. Any comments? Um, yeah, I mean, I've gone through a couple of them. You know, the Top Dog mentioning the Broncos uh, play calling terrible. Uh, Ramon saying go Phillies. Uh, Rory saying Larry Bird coming out of retirement. I, I wish they could use him. By the way, Side note, have you seen the alternate jerseys that they're going to wear tonight? No. Fuck you, Celtics. Fuck you. They say that you'd be, you're putting these fucking abortion of a fucking jerseys out to celebrate uh, Bill Russell. They're stupid. You look like the Milwaukee fucking Bucks in them. Just just wear the fucking old, the tidy fucking shorts. Wear the Larry Bird fucking stuff. Or just, just like literally wear the fucking old Boston jerseys from when Russell uh, played. You know? God damn it. Anyway, uh, Top Dog saying take the Lakers. Rory saying, Arch, you the man in the real sport. Kind of hard to predict actors out there in basketball. <laughs> uh, Ramon saying 20, 27 points for LeBron and Rory liking your Westbrook comments, Panther. So that is it. All right. What do we talk about today? We talked about Monday night football. Thankfully, we get a reprieve. We're not getting the Broncos for a little while. Uh, we talked about the Yankees who are going to fall flat on their face tonight and lose to the Gardenians. God damn it. We talked about two of Max's favorite pitchers. Facing off tonight. Ooh, this is going to be exciting. And we talked about the NBA. And we talked about the NHL, Max. And that is it. 
That is it. Let us know what you think about our picture picks. Anyways, picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to that, please. Highest rating, comment, subscribe, download. Listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. Who do you want? Who do you want? Do you want me to give you the Islanders minus 210? Is, is that it? Because if not, it would be a money line play from the NBA. Uh, I'll take I'll, I'll take your Islanders play. All right. All right. There you go. Islanders minus 210. Two, 205. I think we got 205. So not Yeah, bad. 205. Arch, what do you like? Give me the Lakers plus seven. Lakers plus seven. Uh, you know what? Let's add a little plus line to it. We'll take those Gardenians for the win. We've got the Islanders, the three sports. Islanders, the Lakers, and the Gardenians. That's your degenerate parlay for the day. We're hanging out on Facebook, Twitter, but it's the book club, guys. And, and all you listeners that haven't joined the book club, I don't know what you're waiting for, if you're just waiting for the prices to go up or what, but that's where you want <laughs> to get fine. in That's there. fine. Wait for the prices to go up. That's cool. <laughs> you guys get in there. We have so much fun in there. Max touched on all the different uh, little group pages that we have in there. So come in there and smoke some brisket. Uh, talk about spicy memes, but let us know, most importantly, what you did yesterday, what you're going to do today, and when it's all said, done, kids, it's all. Make some money, fools! Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.